Hello and welcome to the award-winning podcast called The Recordings of a Fangirl, hashtag sarcasm, on the 2nd of December, Friday, 2022. Oh my God, this has been one hell of a week. I'm so happy it's freaking Friday. Oh God, it's always after Thanksgiving that everything always seems to happen all at once. So I don't know about you, but oh my God, that free brownie that I get every freaking Friday. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that later. It may even be like my breakfast a little bit. But anywho, hello, hi, hi, how's it going? So someone wanted me to mention again, well, you should mention that you have an award-winning podcast. I did already. I don't care about that, but thank you. <laughs> it's nice. No, it's nice to be recognized when you win something. But like, you know, I find like when people win awards, they have to shove it down everybody's throat. Like all the time. Like, look at me. Look at me. I look what I got. I got this. I did this. I won. Like, I don't mind being excited about things and especially because you know this morning i won a little award this morning um i have a business meeting with all different business owners and we each have to give out a com- we have to each do a commercial in the morning and my commercial won this morning great but like i'm not gonna go i don't like to go overboard i don't like it when i look like i don't want to say like not narcissistic, but more like, you know, like praising myself like all the time. Like I don't like tooting my own horn. I don't toot my horn that much. I think maybe that makes people crazy. I don't know. People go nuts when I don't. Because people, some people, I guess, want me to be like that. But that's not who I am. Like I really don't. Like I'll mention it. I'll tell you, yeah, I won this. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, sure, we did that. And then I'll drop it. So, like, every time I do this podcast, like, since I've won, I really don't think I've mentioned it all that much. And, like, some people, I guess, were like, you should mention it. Ugh, fine. I'm not self-glow. I don't self-gloat that much. Like, I'll gloat when something really exciting happens and I want to share my excitement with somebody. I think sharing your excitement with people is a little different than gloating. I don't gloat. I get excited. With that note, switch gears. So I have three, one, two, three, sticky notes. Topic is a conversation. The first topic of conversation. So this is for Jacob Truba. Hey, Jacob. Hey. How's it going? I'm going to tell you that some of the women on Twitter are very concerned about you, including me. Like, I am, I'm literally concerned about you right now. I am very concerned about you right now. Concerned in the way that I think you really should sit out tonight's game and tomorrow's game. Um, Don't let your ego get in the way of your health. And don't let that C, the capital C on your jersey, make you think that you have to play games when you're hurt. Because I'm going to set an example. We, we, We know. We know. Okay. But I think it will benefit you. Because you also look sick. Now, I mean like sick, like stressed. Sometimes people look sick when they're stressed. Because your body then, you know, your body goes into like this, I don't know what word to even use, but your body goes into like this slump. 
where then you get sick, you get colds, you know, you get a headache, you get tired. Sometimes you get depressed um, when you're stressed and you get frustrated and it's not good. Your health should always come first above anything else. I mean, your wife's a doctor, for God's sakes. She knows. So if she's telling you to sit out too and you're ignoring that, it's best for you to sit. Now, I know, I know you want to be tough, and we all appreciate your toughness. Us fans appreciate your toughness. We appreciate you trying to be a warrior. But you know the song that Eminem sings, The Real Slim Shady? Will The Real Slim Shady please stand up? We want The Real Jacob Truba to stand up. And he can't stand up because he's hurt. So then we have to have plays like we had um, against the Edmonton Oilers, where that punk, who I'm not even going to mention his stupid fucking name, decides to then skate after he ties the game 3-3, skate around, and then knock your stick out of your hand, and then you just stood there like, you know, a deer in the headlights. You probably stood there like a deer in the headlights because you knew you were hurt, and you weren't feeling good, and you couldn't stand up for yourself. Unfortunately, nobody else on the team stood up for you which they should have. And now if Ryan Lindgren, I can guarantee you if Ryan Lindgren was in, he would have. But maybe nobody else saw it. I don't know. Even though it was right in front of the bench. Um, but that's not the Jacob Chuba that we know and we love. The one that just lets, the, the one that just gets bullied. You know, and that's what you got. You got bullied. You got, and then everybody's making it like, like, like it's like laughing stock. And you're not a laughing stock. You're not. You're not a laughing stock. The Rangers are not a laughing stock. They shouldn't be a laughing stock. But you really need to sit out. I mean, let's think about this in the long run. It's December 2nd. If you continue to play and you play hurt and you re-injure yourself or you hurt yourself even more than you are now, is it going to be worth it when you can't play important playoff push games come March? come February and March, because February and March is the playoff push. Think about that. Think about February and March is the playoff push. Sit your ass out now. Don't, be, don't think that you're being a hero by staying in. You're not. You're actually being the opposite. As my grandmother would say, you're being stunad. <laughs> you're the anti-hero right now if you're going to stay in. You should really sit your ass out. Don't, don't fight through it. I mean, look at this. Ryan Lindgren, who is the warrior, okay? He is the definition of a true warrior. You look in the dictionary next to the word warrior, you're going to find a picture of Ryan Lindgren. He even sat out games when he couldn't play. And that was early in the season right now. And then, of course, obviously, the Edmonton game, he got knocked out with some sort of injury and couldn't return. So if he can sit out, I think so can you. Thank you, and I think it's going to benefit you so greatly. And if you sit out these next two games, you have three days off. You come back on December fifth. Hopefully, you're a little bit better. It, it, you know, I know you're not practicing and everything, but Lord have mercy. Oh my God! If I was your coach, I would sit your ass out. Literally, I'm going to tell you. If I was your coach, I'd be like your ass is sitting out. I wouldn't take anything you said to me because safety and health always come above everything else. I mean. You have um, Chris Letang from Pittsburgh Penguins who just had a second stroke 
First of all, he shouldn't have been playing after his first stroke, but that's beside the point. Um, see how important your health is? Your health comes over hockey. Health over hockey. Remember that. Um, what was I going to say now? Oh, Ryan Lindgren. Okay. And, oh, before I go, so I know Jacob Chuba called the team meeting the other day, I guess. Hopefully you all aired out your grievances. Um, you all, you know, manned up in the locker room. Because it definitely showed, definitely showed on, th- on Wednesday. Definitely showed. And then, Mr. Lingren himself, I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this right now to Ryan. You should be, without a freaking ass doubt, a nominee for NARS. Now, I, we all know, we all know Adam Fox has one. He, Adam Fox has God-given talent. Okay, let's just, I'm just going to say that right now. Adam Fox has God-given talent. He has, you know, he has the moves on the ice. He has the awareness on the ice. He has passes like you wouldn't even think that were made, could be made possible. He makes, he shoots, he scores, blah, 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 power play. He gets assists. He does all, all that jazz, all that jazz. But you make him better. Because when you're not playing, Ryan, he's lost. He is lost. You helped him get that first Norris trophy. You did. You helped him. I don't want to hear anything. He may not want to admit that. He may want, he, you know, I don't know. He may not want to. You helped him get that Norris trophy. Well, now you know what? The tables are turned. The, fl- the script is flipped. You're getting that fucking Norris. You deserve it. Right now, from now, from here, I'm telling you. So... I mean, the way that you've turned your game up in the offensive zone this past this year has been so awesome. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you. If no one said that to you, then I'm going to say it to you. I am so proud of you. It's nice to hear from your father. I know you talk to him after the game. And he'll probably tell you he's proud of you. And your mommy will always your mommy. Moms always do. Mommy. <laughs> you can tell I used to work with kids. Um, you know, uh, your mother will tell you that she's proud of you because... <laughs> your fucking parents of course they're gonna tell you they're proud of you um they probably mean it i'm not saying they don't but parents that's their parents job is to tell their kids that they're proud of them um your teammates hopefully now they really have a really great appreciation for you especially after i put that video out by the way that took me an hour and a half to put together yes i put that appreciation post together for ryan lindgren telling his teammates that they better freaking ass take him out to dinner especially because they missed him completely like the wheels fell off the train (laughs) the wheels fell off the train when he was not playing so they better take you out now i want to take you out so pick a favorite place let me know we're going i don't care whenever you have a night off i'll take you I don't care. I only live about like 30 minutes outside Manhattan with with like very light traffic. With heavy traffic, it's 45 minutes. I will make my way to the city to take you out. I don't care about traffic, okay? Because you deserve that. Deserve, you deserve, hopefully your team buys you like the best fucking Christmas presents, like ever, because you deserve it. Totally deserve it. 
You got three. You had your first three-point game, three assists. You had one shot on goal. You had three big blocks. Thank God I missed you getting hurt the first one because God Almighty, I cringe every time that happens. Your father and your mother probably cringe too. Um, although your father did tell Sam Rosen um, that, you know, a little blood doesn't hurt you and getting hit in the chops doesn't hurt you either. Now, I'm going to say it probably does hurt. <laughs> but you handle it like a champ because that's what you are. You are a freaking champion. You are a freaking warrior. And this team fucking needs you. And if I was Chris Drury right now, the GM of this team, I would give you a fucking extension right here, right now. Okay. So, anywho. Anywho. Let's see how the Rangers do tonight. Oh, and congratulations to um, Halik. Is that his name? Is that, as always say his name? Jaro. On his first New York Rangers win as the backup goalie. Um, I'm happy that you got that off your, ch I think you got the monkey off your back. Now you're not going to admit that you got, had a monkey on your back to begin with, but I think, um, it eases everybody when that happens. Um, hmm. I think everybody looked pretty decent on Wednesday. I think you guys have, you guys finished the game strong. You played an entire 60 minutes and that's what you guys got to keep doing. Now, take it a shift at a time. But I think you guys are going to get on a roll. You guys are going to get on a roll. And I think Ryan Lindgren is going to score a goal soon. I think you are so completely, you are like 95% close. Now, obviously, it's good to see that, like, you know, Goodrow and um, Kreider were in front of the net. And, you know, and then Vessi took um, the loose puck from the rebound and scored on that, too, on your shot. So. That's good to see, because that's how you guys should play. That's how you should play nasty. That's how you play nasty hockey, in front on the net, getting rebounds, taking shots, not just making pretty freaking stupid passes. I I can't stand when some of you guys do that shit. Pass here, pass there, pass there, and oh, by the way, so then against the Devils, I loved how you guys came out, came out strong, but you didn't finish strong. So that's the difference. You came out strong, you didn't finish strong, but then you switched gears against Ottawa and you finished strong. Remember, it's never how you start, it's always how you finish. So I think you guys are headed for a great, great winning streak. And I think every single Ranger fan on Twitter needs to calm their shit down. I, I can't. I can't with negativity. If you have negativity, go somewhere else. And then I'm going to say this. If you have a problem with the player and you get angry and frustrated with the player, take a deep breath, count to 10, and just remember, remember, just because they're an athlete and they're on the team that you root for, that doesn't give you the right to call people, to call the players POS, pieces of blank. That's all I'm going to say. Because, no, they're not. And I know people hate when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. You buy tickets to watch. They're the ones playing. Half of you on Twitter couldn't even last a period, let alone another two shifts. 
So I don't want to hear it. And I know people hate when I say that. Like, well, that's a stupid analogy that, you know, but just because you never played, you can't criticize a player. No, it's not crazy. It's very smart because you don't know what goes into being out there as an athlete. Since you're sitting on your freaking couch, drinking your beer and eating your chips. You're sitting there eating your chips and drinking your beer while they're out there working their ass off. It's not easy. I'm a, I'm a coach. I've been a coach for 16 years. My God, that's so long. That's like that's basically almost my whole entire adult life here. Um, I know I've coached two sports, by the way, cheerleading, which is a sport, by the way. Thank you, and basketball. And I did really like intense basketball, by the way, intense, not just like some easy little peasy thing. I've coached boys and I've coached girls. So there you go. Anyway, all right, moving on. That I'll save at the end. Let's do fashion. Okay, so if you haven't seen, I have posted some. I posted a new fashion video of our guys. Key brings it every freaking time. I would love to know how many suits Miller, Miller has because he reminds me of like some people I know that never wear the same thing twice. Now, usually, no, guys don't care about that kind of stuff though. Like if you notice, like sometimes guys will repeat themselves <laughs> and they'll wear the same pair of sweatpants or the same shirt or the same, uh, ooh, the same everything. Um, but, big butt, not Miller. Um, although that red suit, I believe he has worn twice. But I think what he does is he spaces, he spaces it out, I guess, which is very good, which is very smart on his part. But he, to me right now is like the top guy on the Rangers with, with fashion. If I had to pick one dude, that's the dude I pick. Totally. He totally gets it. Um, like I said, the Rangers are off, they're off fashion Avenue in New York city. Fashion Avenue, the, the school, the Fashion in- Institute of Technology, FIT, is on is in New York City. You have Fashion Week, which is in New York City. You have, you know, iconic places in New York City. You have Nordstrom's. You have Fifth Avenue. You have um, well, you, they used to have Lord and Taylor, obviously, but that's not in business anymore, but you had Lord & Taylor, you have Bloomingdale's, you have Burke, Burkoff, you have all these big, humongous, fancy schmancy stores with all the fashion and all the iconic fashion in New York City. So the Rangers have to be on top. They have to be on top of their freaking fashion game. All of you have to be. But like I've said in my blog post, you gotta, I like to dress for my personality. I think that's what everybody that's what everybody should dress is towards their personality, not try, not trying to impress other people, but dressing towards your personality, but then keeping it clean and keeping it fresh and keeping it neat. No, you don't want to look like a hobo. <laughs> like hello, you don't want to look like that. Um, but like I said, so I posted on my in my blog if you haven't seen it. So there's a store called the Express that does carry men's clothing as well. And they carry suits, you know, fancy stuff, fancy stuff. And 
and casual and business attire, um, clothing and accessories. They have suits for under $500. Here's the myth that everybody thinks, like you have to buy that Louis Vuitton suit. No, if you're an athlete, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on a suit. I don't understand why athletes think they have to spend all this money on suits. You can spend under $500 on a couple suits and look really fucking awesome. Like incredible. It's not that difficult. Really. So I have it there. So as you remember, we were going through um, the 2016 roster because you know, we all know that Henrik Lundqvist is the fashion icon for the Rangers. I mean, there's nobody that dresses better than him. He still, to this day, dresses really awesome and really dapper, and he looks handsome, and he looks sexy, and he, he knows how to dress. I would love to have a, like a fashion challenge between Keandre Miller and Henrik Lundqvist. That would really rock, by the way. That would be a really good charity thing for MSG to do, by the way. All right, anyway, you can take my idea and run with it. It's okay. Um, but as long as you give me a little bit credit, you know, that's all I need. Uh, it was my idea. But anyway, so we're going through them, right? So we, we did number five. We did number four. I'm not going to mention who they were. Go look up on my blog. You can find it on Twitter. You can find it. You can just look it up. It. I'll tell you. I'll give you a link later on, and you can go look at it. So we were up to number three. So I picked number three was Michael Grabner. Number three. So we already had um, we had Ryan McDonough, and we had um, oh my god, I, I see his face in front of me, and I can't even think of his name. Brady Shay. Thank you. <laughs> like a minute. Well, we had Brady Shay and we had Ryan McDonough. I already did them too. So right now, number three is Michael Grabner. Yeah. So I told you, I saved you the trip and the trouble of looking for the link. Um, so I will post that up. You can see he looked, he looks really dapper. I love the fact, this is why I love him uh, as number three. He wears a, uh, a suit jacket that go, that's long, that covers his, his pants pocket. So if you're going to put your phone, if you're going to put your wallet, if you're going to put something in your pant pocket, it doesn't stick out. It makes the pant like you want. You don't want like to. You don't want it to look like you're just shoving all your shit in your pockets, and you don't want to be able to see what you have in your pockets either when you do that. By the way, like a slim wallet, you know, goes in the pocket. Slim your phone. Although phones aren't really that slim anymore, um, you know, you put it in your pants pocket, whatever. So I have that picture up. I have one. I have a picture of him. So I'll put that on the blog. Do you want to go look at it? Because chances are some people want to look at it. So all right, I'll put it out there. And then what I'm going to do with my fashion segments. So I've been starting to look at like other teams. So I looked at the Florida Panthers. I looked at Tampa Bay. I looked at Dallas. I looked at Columbus, uh, Montreal. I forgot a couple other teams that I've started to look at. There's so many of them. So I've looked at other how other guys dress compared to our you know, New York Rangers. And I tell you, the Rangers blew them away. So I'm going to put, I'm going to have like comparisons, like other team challenges, like which team dressed the best this week? Well, ba ba da da da. <laughs> A, B. <laughs> A, B. Um, and then we can, maybe we can do the fashion icon of the week. 
you know, maybe, you know, yeah, I'll write that down. Because if I don't write it down, I'm telling you now, I will freaking forget. Fashion icon of the week. And we'll do it with the diary of the social gal. We'll do that and we'll do, right, you know, which team dressed better. I have, I'm not kidding. Which team dressed best? I literally have to write this down because I have so much going on. And it's the holiday season. My brain is fried already and it's only December 2nd. But I have some really great projects that I'm working on, by the way. It's, I'm so excited. So there's some cool new things coming out there. And oh, by the way, because I do the Diary of a Social Gal, there's going to be a really cool, near, two really cool New York Ranger fan contest I'm going to do with all my Ranger fans on Twitter. So that's coming out probably tonight. Because Saturday, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to watch the game because I am marching in a Christmas parade. See, so there's that. Um, so Saturday, like I have cheer practice in the morning. To, like almost like to lunchtime. Like we have like a th- almost two and a half hour practice, whatever. Then I got to go check out what the elementary school is where I have to go practice. So I have to go ride to this other, there's other school that I have to go because they have cheer mats because basketball season started. So like my cheer team doesn't get kicked out, but like we get moved to like different spots because they, the teams love the gym that we practice in. Um, so I have to make sure I know where I'm going for, for our next practice, which is a, a different school. So I have to do that and then come home, get ready, have lunch, like a lunch dinner, like a lunner, <laughs> and then head back out to go to March in this Christmas parade, which is so cool. And I will definitely post up pictures. It's really, it's great from a different perspective. Like when you're actually watching a parade to being in a parade are two totally different things. It's really interesting. So I will be doing that this weekend, by the way. So you'll see that mostly on Twitter and YouTube. Um, and I'll probably TikTok. I'll probably put some on, I'll probably put it on TikTok too. Um, different types, different videos. I'm not going to post the same. So if you really want to see things, you're going to have to go through all my channels, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Okay. Am I done with that part of the segment? <laughs> Hello. Oh my God. All right. One, two. Yes. Oh, here's my third sticky note. Okay. So I'm just going to give a little relationship, friendship segment, like I usually do, right? Because my segment is usually called um, um, the dating segment, I, you know, more issues in a magazine. Because <laughs> a lot of people have more issues in a magazine. They have subscriptions. Um, we've seen that. We've seen people with subscriptions. Jesus. Uh, talk about drama. Hello. So people have been following me on Twitter. So they've been noticing, like, I post this, come, like, this thing about, like, ex-boyfriends and stuff. Yes. I had an ex-boyfriend from 15 years ago. Well, it's, it's 15 years ago, okay, when, when I was, like, a child. <laughs> when I was a child 15 years ago, all of a sudden, out of the blue, starts stalking me, like, this past, like, two weeks. I'm like, no, no, no. Here's the thing with me. When I give you, I give everybody three chances, people who I know. I give you, like, it's like baseball. Three strikes, you're out, right? Depending on the severity of when I have to give you another, if I 
decide to give you another chance or not. Depends if you get one. But usually I always give people chances. I forgive, forget, move on. Okay. When you strike out, you're literally done with me. There's no coming back. You're done. Goodbye. Have a nice life. Leave me alone. Depending how we end things. But usually if that's the case, if there's three strikes, it's not going to end well. <laughs> it's not. Like I'm friends with guys that I dated that we knew it didn't work well, but I stayed friends with them. Now, there's maybe like two of them that I've stayed friends with. Not like friends, friends, like where I hang out with them. No, hell no. Um, <laughs> that part, but like I know like I still like occasionally will talk to them every once in a blue moon, like literally a blue moon. Like if we're passing in the wind and he'll see me, hey, how's it going? Okay, hey, it's going like that kind of thing, like an acquaintance type of thing. I'm not, I, I don't really believe in staying friends with exes because they're your ex for a reason. Now, I understand some people, they're better off being friends than being lovers. I get that shit. But I'm not going to hang out with my exes. Ever. Like, I never have ever, after we broke up, have ever hung back out with an ex. Ever. I just think that's weird. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But it's weird. If, if we dated and we were serious together, why the hell would I want to hang out with you? After going through a heartbreak... And even even if, even if it was mutual, a heartbreak and going through trying to get healed and move on, why would I want to see your face? Like, does it not dawn on some people? I don't understand. Now, some people can do that. God bless you. God bless you. If you can hang out with an ex, an ex-husband, an ex-wife, um, an ex-lover, and you can still be friends with them where you hang out with them, God bless you. You're special. You really are. That's something that's unique. Because not too many people can do that shit. Not with me. Once I stop trying, I'm done. I'm done. If that's it, I'm I'm finished. I'll I'll give you three strikes. You're done. Goodbye. Have a nice life. That's basically me. And I move on. So this dude thought that like you know he was gonna like you know come like so like you know stalk me so he stalked me through email first where he goes oh is this you know so and so you know where i put that email <laughs> right to spam goodbye so i guess like he waited like a week or a couple days when i didn't get back to him and he found my business website and decided to push contact us and then told me who he was with his phone number and then told me because I I know his best friend. I'm not best. I'm not friends with his best friend, but I know his best friend. Like like acquaintances. We're on an acquaintance level. Um, which by the way, I dated his best friend first. Like we went out like for a couple a couple dates, and then we realized like we had nothing in common. And he actually put me together with his with this guy. By the way, he's like, oh, you got you two would have you guys have more in common than we do, and it, not even just more in common. Because I actually had more in common with his best friend than I had with him. Um, but we vibed better. Like, I did not vibe with his best friend. We'll name his best friend John. So his best friend John and I had more things in common 
but the guy that he put me with, his best friend, I'll name him Dave. I vibed better with Dave. See, that's how I date. I don't date because we have fucking things in common. I date because, I date a guy because we have, we vibe together. If I vibe with you and we're on the same level, like vibing together and you feel like the, you know, the intensity and you, all that, all that jazz, right? I'll date you. Sure, we need some sort of thing to bring us together that we have in common. But if you just date someone because you have shit in common, then you understand, you don't understand dating. (laughs) You don't understand dating. It's not like, you know, an age too. Age out the window, in common out the window. I want to have adventure with someone. I want to have, I want to build with someone. I want to enjoy someone's company. I want to have fun with someone. I want to vibe. I also want to learn new things. See, if he knows how to do something that I don't, he can teach me. If I know something he doesn't, I can teach him. And of course, to have fucking good, great conversation. I mean, let's be, let's be, come on, conversation. You thought I was going to say sex now, didn't you? But that's part of it. That's part of it too. I mean, you have to vibe with someone totally, 100%. If you don't vibe with that person, why the fuck you with them? Okay. So yeah, so he did that, so... I had to reach out to his best friend and be like, yeah, tell him to fuck me. If I can <laughs> tell him to fuck off is basically what I said in more ways than one. I was like, yeah, go away. Go away. Go away. Um, so I haven't heard, so knock on wood, hopefully that works. But don't stalk people. That's my point. Like, don't stalk your exes. They're your exes for a reason. Get over them, move on, heal. So I've posted a couple things lately, if you haven't seen on Twitter. One thing, especially, I mean, someone was like, oh, this is for him, isn't it? And I'm like, damn straight. Um, it's also it's also to let people know, like, certain things. Like, you know, this is why, like, all my, all my exes come back, by the way. Now, I'm not bragging about that. I'm not trying to gloat. But I'm just trying to point out that, like, you know, he wanted to date the entire state of New Jersey and me. No, no, no. You just date me. You go. You want to date the entire state of New Jersey? Have fun. Because you're not dating me. I'm exclusive. People date me. You're dating just me. You don't like it? That's my rule. That's like one of my, that's my major rule. Okay. So here's the one. Wait, let me see if I can actually play this. Hold on. I got to get the volume up on this tablet. So this is the thing I posted. And this is so true. This is so true. And I, I totally believe. Okay, no, I'll tell you what I believe in a minute. <laughs> Let me see if I can just get this. You had a girl that loved you. You had a girl that was loyal. You had a ride or die. You had a girl that actually gave a fuck about your emotions, about your trust, about how you feel, if you were taken care of, if you were fed, if you were okay. You had that. And you took the good girl for granted. When there's a million fuck girls out here, you take the, the rare one for granted. You take the girl that would have done anything for you for granted. But now you got to lay in that bed that you made. Now you're going to be the one calling her, right? Because you always want what you can't have. So you're going to be calling her, right? And it's probably going to be when she's healed and she's moved on. Because you're going to have to learn the hard way. And that's fact. That is a fact. You had a girl. Oh. Right. Shh, shh. <laughs> That's a fucking fact. And that 
explain that describes me to a T. I'm the rare breed. I'm the one who does. I'll do, I'll ride or die with you. I'm the loyal one. You need me for any particular reason. You got me. I literally drop shit for people. If you if I care about you that deeply. So it's like all my fucking exes out there when they come come back. I'm like, no, that's why I don't take them back. People ask me, why don't you take them back even another chance? No, no, no. I ain't giving you shit. You want all those fuck girls? You wanted all those different girls? You wanted to date around? Go for it. But you're not going to date me. Because I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table. And I'm not sitting at a table where I'm taken for granted. And I hope that maybe some women out there that are listening to this understand that. You don't need to be with someone just to be with someone. You need to be with someone who's going to know what you bring to the table and respect that and not take that for granted. It's always better to be by yourself than to be stuck in a relationship just for the sake of being in a relationship. It is. It totally is. Now, speaking of Twitter, I'll end with this. So, Twitter is the best place to meet people. It, I've met so many awesome, terrific, outstanding people, guys and girls, from Twitter. I have created so many new friendships this year from Twitter. So when I'm thinking about, like, you know, being grateful, and I always think about how grateful my li- uh, how grateful I am, especially at this time of the year when it's the holiday season, I just want to say a shout out to all my Twitter friends that have become my real friends. Become my real friends. So first we start off with being Twitter friends, right? And we talk to each other and we message each other and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then we meet in person and then we start hanging out. Then we start texting each other on phone and all that kind of stuff. I just want to say thank you for you guys because you guys are my true real friends. And there's a thing here. You don't need that many real friends. You don't need that many friends. I don't know why the young people think they need to have a bazillion of friends. If you have 10 people, 10 people in your life that you can count as a friend, that's pretty damn good. That's a pretty damn good number. Um, I can get all into how many people I've cut off this year, but we'll save that for another time because I have cut people off this year. And I'm not – your your sanity and your – you need to be respected. Let's put it that way. And if you don't feel that you're being respected by friends, if you're always the one who has to reach out to create plans, then that person's not your friend. If they only contact you when it's convenient for them, <laughs> that's not a friend. That's not a friend. If they don't support you, if they don't try to lift you up and raise you up because they want the sunlight on them and they don't want the sunlight on you, that's not a friend. Remember that. Uh, a friend, a friendship goes works both ways, not just one way. Same as a love relationship, romantic relationship. It works both ways, not one way. You have to have both people working towards something, not one person. And I think I'll end it on that. So, yeah, I'm in a parade tomorrow. I will shoot video and take some pictures, and I will post different things on three platforms. So if you don't follow me on YouTube, follow me now. You don't follow me on Twitter, follow me now. You don't follow me on TikTok, follow me now. All exclusive content, because that's how your social media should be, by the way. Exclusive on each each 
platform, not the same piece of content. I will leave you with that. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe, be happy. And I will see you all next week. Yes, you heard me. See me because I will be doing video podcasts next week. Bye.